You also had a well, before between recordings, you had a funny observation about something here behind me. So on their bookshelf, they have a Star Wars crochet kit. Very cute. Twelve projects from a galaxy far, far away. Very cute little crochet. It is a little funny that they have Leia and Luke holding hands, um, which I thought was funny. But anyways, I keep seeing it out of my peripherals, and I know it reads Star Wars crochet, but in my brain, I see it as Star Wars crotchet. We'll drop you back into. Uh, we're gonna drop you. I'm just gonna do a clean edit. You're gonna drop us back into. We're gonna drop you guys back into the podcast like they dropped Optimus Prime's body on the military tarmac <laughs> without grace and sudden. So negatives, lots of them. Oh, Where to even start? So at, just an FYI, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she just helped. She just showed me her notes. Um, what do you got? What's what? What are you gonna start? Devastator. I, I had on my list to ask you about that. I was very curious about your opinion of Devastator. Devastator would have been cool, except for the fact they... Can I say this on the podcast? Go for it. They gave him balls. I hate that. <laughs> that is just so... like Because he's a bunch of construction vehicles and so all meshed. Two and so it's wrecking couple, balls. And it's just awful. I don't... It's just... It's for one throwaway line that would not have changed the outcome of the movie at all. And I just... I hate it. Outside... I think if it weren't for that, it's fine. But... Ultimate, it's just so cheap. Mm-hmm. It's a dumb joke. But, like, so originally, Devast- I, I, okay, so Devastator is originally a bunch of Constructicons. And they're still Constructicons, technically. And, and they still. come together, they're combiners, they form one big Transformer. One big boy. In the original G1, he's just a big Transformer. He's just a tall He's just one. a big guy. In this, he's like a big creature. The amalgamation point is cool on the cool factor. Yeah, so I think that the, the ball joke is short enough. Specifically what it is, is uh agent simmons is, is like following him so that he can keep track of him and like tell the 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 big american ship to st- like strike him with the big laser gun that they have which is a terrible sequence but he's like i am directly under the enemy scrotum i hate it's it it's a terrible joke it's I stupid but it's it. short it's not drawn out it's not like it's not like he like hits optimus prime in the head with the wrecking balls it's short enough and not it's so quick I think the creativity that they did, this is actual good change, I think. I will say, like, seeing him in the concept art is pretty cool. Yeah, I think in the movie himself, and all the scenes are shot in IMAX, and so even <laughs> our DVD goes tall, and I think it looks really cool. It's not like the best, like, in a movie that's really bad, it stands out as pretty decent. I think that they made a good choice. It goes back to what I said earlier about that they chose to not make everyone a humanoid-shaped Transformer. Mm-hmm. This guy's a big creature, ultimately not that relevant to the movie i think in like what he what he's doing is he's like trying to suck up all of the he's trying to reveal the sun killer mm-hmm. machine at the center of the pyramid i feel like anyone could have done that you didn't need this big they got hands but also like i appreciated that like most of decepticons are gray and black military vehicles mm-hmm. but the, the constructicons were all colorfully uh painted construction vehicles probably so you could tell which one was which in the amalgamation. Oh yeah, but except for isn't Devastator just all lime green and purple? Yeah. So like, I think They're they made a good choice. In G1. I, I think they made a really great choice here, and like the act, they they this is a like if you were if you were a kid and watching this movie, 
that's a toy I'd want. Yeah. Because, like, you get construction vehicles, which little boys often like, or any kids who like to play with toys. <laughs> it's typically little boys <laughs> like. I mean, myself. For myself as a little boy. My brother was had all, like, the construction Legos, so. Yeah. And uh, he turns into a big, you combine them, and he turns into, like, a big monster that's way more interesting than just a tall Transformer. So, um, but I can understand why a scrotum joke would ruin the whole experience for you. Um, I w- it would have been cool if, like, in the Decepticon, the, the Constructicon showed up and they were all in their individual transform. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. And they were fighting them, about to defeat them. Like, yeah, we're pushing them back. They're retreating. And then they combine into a big guy. That would have been cool. Big but boy. nonetheless, I think what they did was ultimately positive. I'm, I'm surprised, even as I talk now, how... I think if this was not a better movie, it would not have been that good mm-hmm. because it's a bad movie. We are movie scraping the bottom of the barrel, was, guys. Because you can tell what's happening with him. There's so many fights in this movie that are in the dark or the characters look the same. Like, I will talk about Mega, uh, Optimus Prime's death. I want to like that scene a lot, and I think I do for the most part, but all the Decepticons are the same color. They look the same. I can't tell what's happening. I don't know who is actually attacking Optimus. I don't know who he's attacking because they all too samey. So, this sequence stands out because it's in it's in the desert. Mm-hmm. You got the nice blue sky. It's shot in IMAX. All the Constructicons are different colors. Uh, Devastator himself is huge and oh looks different from his environment and looks different from the Autobots. So you can tell what's actually going on. Uh, what else you got on your positive? The twins. Positive. No, this. We're oh, the sorry, negatives. we're negative. Sorry, I was so I got so hyped for talking something good. Yes, the twins, one hundred percent. Mud flapping skids. <laughs> I just what describe them for our audience. Annoying. Who seen the movie. <laughs> They're both voiced by Tom Kenny. Tom, I think they both are, and they are the comedic re- quote big quotes comedic relief. <laughs> the death of comedy, and it's just they have these awful, tinny, borderline offensive gangster style voices. Oh, yeah. And it's just they they give they produce nothing. I I think I I don't think they really give anything to the film aside from dated jokes and just bad one liners. I agree. They're and like they are, they're they're like middle school boys. Like we said earlier, they are part of the main crew for this movie's plot. Yeah. They basically just follow Bumblebee around and provide transportation for the other side humans when needed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When the main plot takes <laughs> Sam, Mikhail, and Bumblebee away. Yeah. This, man. The, yeah, the the the, I, the character, the, the squad keeps fragmenting, and it keeps getting more and more annoying every time it Are happens. they in Dark of the Moon? I think very briefly. Like, uh, I think really they die. briefly. That would be great. I'm pretty sure they, they die. Do. I think Sentinel Prime kills them. That makes sense. Or they definitely die after the third movie. Yeah. Because I think everyone went, this is, this of all the things we hated yeah. in this film, we hated them. This, you know what, Carson? This got a very strong negative reaction. Yeah. So I think, you know, a lot of times after Transformers movies come out, vehicles will sell, um, you know, because of the popular characters. You know what, cars <laughs> I never saw ever, whatever the heck they turn into. Mm-hmm. It's just... Ugh. of all the characters we could have had that is what we got and it's just they didn't add anything really to the plot line in my opinion i could not agree more got nothing to add mad that they're there at one at the beginning they both combine okay kind of a creative thing at the beginning mm-hmm. they both combine to transform into an ice cream machine or ice cream 
truck, truck, which is kind of cool, but it's immediately undercut by the fact that on the side of, there's a sh- close-up shot of it says "Suck my popsicle." Yeah. This is like one of the first images of the movie. Yes. This is like thirty seconds into the mm-hmm. film. That was that thunder. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Wow, that was wild. I was wondering if we that would be a problem tonight. It looked like it sounded like someone playing a snare drum. <laughs> Could have been, could have been me. Um, and that kind of highlights this movie's weird relationship with sex, which I think <laughs> we don't need to go into, but I'm going to do it anyways. Oh, it's, no. it's a big problem because I think, I think as I went into the first one, I was pleasantly surprised by how not offensive the first one is as much as you might expect when you think of a Michael Bay Transformers film. This is the movie that I think generated a lot of the bad stereotypes of the Michael Bay Transformers films. And one of them being terrible sex jokes the i'm not going to go into it there's no reason to describe them in detail this is just the suck my popsicle is the first in a long list of horrendous sex jokes but um this will transfer nicely into um now we'll talk about that confusion because while it's bad it's more confusing than than bad um and what does that transfer into also? Uh, just, oh, just uh, the fact that these are two of the main Autobots goes into most of the Autobots are just totally absent in this movie. Our main characters kind of go on. main cast from the first film, too. There's... Yeah, a lot of the human characters are gone. All of the the nerds, the the uh, the, the code breakers, the, the hackers in the first one are just gone, which I don't know if I necessarily feel like they need to be in it, but their characters would make way more sense than Michaela and Sam. Uh, and also Sam's annoying roommate. Um, but I know they're the main characters. You bring it back to the sequel. I understand. But like the Autobot team is working with the military and the military are being shut that, that their team is nest. They're being shut down. So the Autobots are just nowhere for rest for most of the movie. And, uh, so the cool ones, Ratchet, uh, Ironhide, Sideswipe. Is there any others I'm missing? Uh, the, the girls, the only female Transformers in this entire five I've movie got, series. I've got info on that. Just not. not Quintessa, technically yeah, speaking. Right, so Autobots. Autobots. Yeah. Uh, just the ladies. Bare, not, they, do they even have any dialogue whatsoever? I think it's RC says one line Oof. and immediately gets destroyed. Because one of my major criticisms in the first film is the Autobots are just not characters. They barely have any time because there's too many, too many storylines going on. Mm-hmm. It they somehow have less screen time in this movie. It's so sad. And obviously, like they give, they want to give a lot of time to uh, to Optimus because he's gonna die and he's gonna be gone from. He got movie. more shots of his dead body uh-huh, than the other uh-huh. Autobots in the yeah. entire film. And I and I really like Ratchet and I really like Ironhide in these movies. I think they're they're fun performances. They're they're great character design. They're fun in G one. And they just totally screwed him up in this movie. I think. Um... Let's see. What else you got on your negatives? The roommate, whose name I genuinely don't care to remember. <laughs> uh, I'm curious if this actor's ever been anything else. Because he's... There's, like... There are so many things that needlessly carry over from the first movie to the second movie. But there's a lot that does not carry over from this movie into the third one. Thank like, this movie is so bad God. that they, like... They had to, like, do a f- clean re- restart. They went, well, everyone hated part. it. Uh, what um, do we do? Now, to, to answer the previous question of R.C. has any dialogue... Gray Griffin, who is a very famous voice actress, she's in like any name and anime thing. She's probably in it. She's 
credited as the voice of RC, so she must have done something. Okay, so before we get on to the roommate, I was just going to say that since we've been talking about Go this, it's it. so weird because it's really they're really only addressed as RC, but there's three of them. There are three motorcycles. Yeah. And they just don't, it's like the only one they talk about or even mention is really even credited as RC. There is, I, I pulled this up just because, you know, um, so RC, which we see in, you know, she's first seen, I think in the 1980 film, the Transformers. Yeah, sense. And so was really the first one we see um, in the live action movies. But there's this quote from Michael Bay because um, they were asking him about her. And he goes, granted, this is from, M M so this is the MTV article, but this has been repeatedly circulated in various other news sources. Michael Bay, you know what? I didn't like RC. So I kill her later. All right. Oh, dang, dude. And supposedly it's because I guess they didn't like, I don't think he liked the way the character was developed in the film. But, you know, I don't think you can really give a character two minutes of screen time and go i don't like the way that character was developed i don't think that's a fair assessment <laughs> yeah i but agree it, it's just weird because there's three of them yeah are they all supposed to be rc i don't think so i think like yeah anyways. that's bizarre i i yeah i have beef with that anyways <laughs> okay so quick question this is an aside i i'm that was me sorry i'm moving oh, back and forth with no you're good, you're good. Stop. uh no you're good i just thought someone was coming in uh, my, my wife oh god she <laughs> found out that we have a podcast oh no <laughs> uh no she watched the movie with us and she's got a really you. funny quote that i'll say later um and i'm trying to figure out just give me just one second i'm about to find i it. will not do I'm that i'm about to find exactly oh no i just clicked on the wrong thing i was so close to finding what i need uh gosh imdb i hate the way it's, it's so it. bad okay i need to confirm so frank welker is the original voice of megatron yes. correct He's, uh how do I... Dang it, IMDb. Was he also the original Soundwave? Because he's the voice of Soundwave in this movie. That's why I wanted to shout Was out. he? Yeah, he's credited as the voice of Soundwave. I don't remember. Sorry, I'm, I know IMDb info. is not good at showing you when actors play multiple characters in the same thing because it just cuts it off after the first name. I don't know. Anyways, shout out to Frank Welker, great voice actor. <laughs> he, he gets to play Soundwave in did this movie. Did you know movie. he did the roars in The Lion King? All of them? The roars in The Lion King were a mix of, not actual lion roars, because they don't sound like that, tiger roars mixed with Frank Wilker yelling into a trash can. <laughs> um, this is a necessary aside. I thought it was cool, because I, I think the sound wave performance is really great, and it makes sense that's Frank Welker. Um, looking forward, I did not know that he plays Galvatron in 4, and he plays Megatron in 5. I think it's cool that they finally brought him back, because Hugo, we I love Hugo Weaving, he said that he hated doing this, playing Megatron in these first three. He's not very good at it. We got to hear more lines of dialogue from Megatron other than, Give me the cube, boy! Because <laughs> that was all he said in the last film. Just in different variations. Yeah, this this says Soundwave. So he's oh, the original Soundwave, right, yeah. and he does it in this one. And I think he's nice. It's awesome. probably, probably why they had to modulate his voice so much in the first mm -hmm. one. That makes sense. They didn't sound too much like Megatron. <laughs> Would it be the first time they've mixed up characters in that show? Um, so I already complained about the, uh, Egypt, Egypt part taking too long. Um. We started to talk about the roommate. Oh, right. I was looking him up as an actor. Uh, I forgot. <laughs> Sorry. I got sidetracked. No, looking because up I was, I was like, I, I need to put my Michael Bay quote about RC in this before we move yes. on. Cause I want to come back to it. 
Um, dang, there's so many actors in this movie. This is so unnecessary. Um, Leo Spitz. Uh, Ramon Rodriguez. Um, I will admit, he's bringing a lot of energy. Very high Bad energy. energy. <laughs> Bad vibes. I, I, don't, I don't blame him. I think he's I doing what he's been I would not trust him to. with my drink. Uh, I would not trust that character <laughs> with my drink. Um, he's mostly a TV actor these days. Gives, um, oh my gosh. He gives Big Bang Theory vibes. <laughs> That's what I couldn't place. Um, you know, it's always funny. Like, there's a lot of things that, like, at any given time for an actor are, like, a safe bet. Like, it makes sense why you would say yes to this. These days, it's smart to be in a Marvel thing. Because chances are you'll have a reoccurring character you can play as, or you'll have a memorable one-off performance. And a big old paycheck. But obviously, there are some Marvel things that did not pay out. He got to be in one of the most widely hated Marvel things the Netflix series Iron Fist. Oh my god! Like of the long list of Marvel stuff you could have been in, that's like bottom three, I think, for a lot. I've never seen it myself, but like, that's not like at the very minimum of if you want to get into a Marvel thing, hoping it'll keep reoccurring. That that's was the like, last one you'd want to be oof. in outside of maybe the Hulk movie. Even then, it's raining. Yeah. So sorry, listeners, gonna have a nice. Wait, wait, wait. No, we are not turning into ASMR. You tried this last week. I refuse. We're going to do ASMR right now. (laughs) Uh, Maybe this will relax us a little bit and calm us down from the rage we're putting ourselves into. Uh, Okay, that whole Marvel thing is way off. It's like this actor, like Transformers. First one's a big hit. Sign on. Become the most hated human character. Oh, Marvel, sign on. The most hated character (laughs) in the Marvel stuff. We did get to be in Defenders, but but like as you said, even like actors from the Marvel from Mister Mister Incredible. Oh, dang it, oh, Rainin. This We brought this upon ourselves. We, we did bring this some sort of evil DVD. <laughs> I got, just for, just for like some context, I have the DVD of Transformers Vintage of the Falling because I found Vintage. it. I found it unopened in clearance at Walmart in the year like 2018 or 2019. 2018, the year of our Lord. <laughs> like, someone found this. Oh, we, we're about to get hit by a big Ooh. red spot. Oh, my oh, God. It's going to keep coming. We're going fast. This is like, it would have been funny if it started with the thunder when we first started recording. Oh, it's like a so horror good. episode of a, of a, a TV Ominous. show. Um, okay. What, okay. So related. <laughs> okay. No, not related to that. I keep forgetting. I want to talk about that in confusing parts. Um, unrelated. This movie is like 25% an ad for the U.S. and Jordanian government military. Of course. Like it legitimately becomes a... a a recruitment video oh point. my gosh okay <laughs> i always think about this because so in the area in the area where they're going um continue what you're gonna say before i go on my tangent well just so the i referenced earlier they're in all the characters are now in the egyptian desert including Sam's parents, which is so forced. Um, but you said it did bring up some nice emotional moments. Um, Soundwave, not Soundwave, uh, the the plane guy. I'm told, Jetfire. Jet, no, the other Star one. Starscream. Starscream. Oh, the man. other plane. No, the other plane. Starscream. Which one? <laughs> Starscream, like, knocks out everyone's communications. And With so the, the characters spend, like, 30 minutes just being like, we can't talk. Our comms are done. And it's just, like, a problem for, it's just like okay mobilize the, the military and it's just shots of like it's just like you have like government uh 
officers just shouting jargon and you just have shots of like, look at all the stuff we have. Come join our military. It's bizarre. So here's the thing that is just really weird for me geographically. So when they first arrive in, um, quote unquote, Egypt, if I'm about 95% convinced, I remember reading that first shot when Jetfire brings them to Egypt. That's not Egypt. That's Jordan. I'm pretty sure all the filming they actually did was in Jordan for this. Because because when they showed up, I'm like, that isn't that that's that's pretty Jordanian wilderness, really. Um, But wow, this is some nice, some nice. (laughs) I hope this calms our viewers from our just (laughs) this is going to wash my car. This is so nice. Spewing toxic nonsense trying to describe (laughs) this movie. I'm I'm about 95 percent sure they filmed all in Jordan and not actually and maybe i don't know if they got permission to go to the pyramids i don't know <laughs> the first review on imdb is six out of ten a good sequel what are you talking about oh, what are you doing are you bringing out hostage <laughs> to do that one of my favorite podcasts they constantly go everyone's allowed to have their opinion it's okay but it's fine you're wrong but it's fine but it's okay but you're wrong but it's cool <laughs> <laughs> but so while you look that up so they land in egypt and so they can't be too far from the pyramids. I'm, or they're somewhere in, quote unquote, Egypt. And then they go to Petra. Mm-hmm. The pyramids to Petra, one way is a four hour drive. <laughs> and they drove. They didn't take jet fire. He just disappeared in the, like, he said, go, go find your destiny. And dipped for like an 45 minutes before he comes back to sacrifice himself. That's a four-hour drive one way. Also, <laughs> them just... So if you look at a map of where, Israel, where Egypt and Jordan is, there's, um, there's kind of another country in between them that you have to go around, <laughs> Israel. And so, I mean, they're just... Avoid that. Probably to, because the, they... <laughs> of all the good choices this movie made like this movie tackles a lot of things it shouldn't be dealing with but uh not talking about israel probably probably for the better choice this movie just is not worth getting into for a movie this simple and about robots fighting each other but so they have to drive from egypt to jordan to petra four hours they screw around at petra they probably spend what an hour there tops they have to drive another four hours back to the pyramid. That is, and no time has passed at all. That's great. IMDb does say they shot in Egypt and Jordan. Okay, so. I'm I'm fairly certain when they first show up in Egypt, it's Jordan though, because when you compare that to when they're actually at Petra or whatever, it's mm-hmm. it is it that looks like Petra Mountains. Anyways, that is just. I, <laughs> I just, geographically, it makes no sense. Totally understand. Um, Yeah, anyways. To to talk a little bit more about the characters, um, I think they really totally undercut a lot of the character development for both Sam and Michaela. Mm -hmm. For Michaela, she is mostly spends like a third of her time just being led around um by uh, by men she gets led around by sam by the hand which is okay their boyfriend girlfriend it's whatever they are running from their death she gets led by linux during the final action scene whereas in the first movie during the final action scene she is pulling a bumblebee around so he can still be in the fight because his legs have been blown off Mm -hmm. so she is a participant in the action and is using her preset 
setup skill of being a, a driver. She knows mm-hmm. cars. Like, and it's a, and it's a, uh, it's a, a car that, a truck that pulls, a tow truck. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't think of that. A truck that tows. Um, <laughs> and then she also gets led by the hand by Leo. The, I, the terrible comic yes. relief character. He is more active in that action scene than she is. Mm-hmm. I hate she it. Should have, she should have just broken up with him. She should have stayed yeah, broken she spends, up. And she spends another 25% of her time, or another third of her time, being a jealous girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Which is just not interesting. Um, and it doesn't really go anywhere. They're mm-hmm. just back in love again at the end. Like it, there's, there's no real payoff. Um, additionally, for Sam... Sam's big moment in the first movie is that he makes the choice to not kill Optimus, but to kill Megatron with the cube. It's risky. It could not work. It could get him killed. And it's like a great like hero moment. I think that's a really phenomenal moment of the climax of the first one. His big act in this one is to stab the key, the matrix of leadership in the Megatron's chest and bring him back to life. Optimus. Optimus. Thank you. It's the it's the it's literally the opposite, which is kind of an interesting I mean, parallel. He, he does die, and he gets to go to robot <laughs> heaven for thirty seconds. <laughs> and like, like we've been watching you, his big per- like destiny. The movie's like hammering that this is like his destiny is to just bring Optimus back to life. Like it'd be one thing if like the Decepticons had the body and he had like rush oh, into yeah. the battle, but it, the body's just sitting there next to him. <laughs> He's just. There's so much like footage of just dead Optimus, and I don't know. It's just kind of funny every time I see it. So I just I, I think it's kind of clever that you give him. Okay, he killed Megatron by putting the thing into his chest, and in this one he's gonna save Optimus by putting the thing into his chest. But there's no, he's not actually doing anything. It, he's yelling. <laughs> okay, he's anything useful or interesting or plot driven. So I I just hate what they did to the main characters, like in a. I don't want to say you're going to act like the first one's a masterpiece or is, is that amazing, but like there's some basic writing and there's some basic functional Hollywood blockbuster stuff going on in the first one, whereas this one is just lifeless. Bad. Um, you got anything else you want to talk about? No, really the other stuff I have is like the interesting, confused stuff. Okay. Uh, my last note is... Oh, this can go on and confused. Um Oh, no, that, that, okay. I, yeah, there's a lot of confusion here. I'm just trying to, I just want to make sure I'm not missing anything because I know you all want to hear my incredibly detailed, amazing thoughts. <laughs> um, talked about the government. Uh, government. Talked about the communication. Autobots are not in the movie. This is a little in confusion. Um, you know, I, I think we, we came out, at least I came out surprised after watching the last one of how important Frenzy was and how much I loved Frenzy as a villain mm-hmm. in the first one. They are so clearly trying to replicate that in this one. They have so many little guys who are loud and Just annoying. Little guys. And if they had stuck with one, it might have worked. You have the blade guy, you have the doctor slash scalpel guy, but none of them stick around long enough to be f- important to this movie. I forgot a good part. Oh, it's a good part. Ravage. Kitty cat. Oh, yeah. Ravage is cool. I they like put, Ravage. I put Ravage in. And, and but- the first thing that Ravage does when he shows up is vomits a bunch of really tiny microcons. It I, I I don't know why they chose that, but as a cat owner of a cat who has sensitive tummy, very accurate, very accurate feline representation. <laughs> Athena, Athena loves it. <laughs> okay, what do you got for confusing? Oh gosh, um, I don't know. I just <sighs> the whole bit with Alice. 
Yes, is I got that on so uncomfortably too. weird. Yeah, so you want to explain who that is? Unfortunately, I can. <laughs> Not want to. So, Will you please do it? Yeah. Alice is the name of a early movie antagonist who... It's a little bit... Basically, Alice is plain as the typical, stereotypical hot girl at Sam's... Uh, college and she tries to sleep with him but she's actually a decepticon in disguise and so i'm guessing it's to actually try to kill him um but i don't know it's a little ambiguous like she definitely tried to kill him but the motives are a little funky yes i totally agree um it's very unclear so this character first shows up so sam goes to holly hollywood so i don't know why i said that he goes to college and uh goes to a party and gets hit on by this woman well they see her actually at the dorm first and mm-hmm. his his uh uh leo is like don't yeah. talk to her yeah She's it's mine, like very into her yeah gross um and so they go to the party and alice is all over sam and then uh bumblebee shows up bumblebee's not supposed to be at college with sam and they get in the car and like alice forces her way into the car and they're just driving away and she's continually hitting on sam and Bumblebee is like playing songs through the music, trying to elude that this, like he plays a song about cheating and he plays a song about a girl being crazy. And then <laughs> Bumblebee makes her chair slam her it's head into so the funny. dash. And then he like sprays goo all over her from the dash and she gets out and leaves. We later figure out that she is a, some sort of Decepticon who can disguise herself as a human yes. as she's trying to um, hook up with Sam. There's go ahead that's the first live action female transformer that we got to see <laughs> uh-huh I and we see her underwear that. i'm i'm putting this in my ranking of garbage anyways uh-huh. um, yeah it's just odd there's one of two possibilities here either this alice character was a human and the second time we see her is a decepticon mm-hmm. or she's a decepticon the entire time <laughs> neither of which makes sense that the latter option is definitely the worst so either with a, she was a real human to begin with and um that would explain like if she was a decepticon and she was in a car with sam and when she got sprayed with goose she got up and left if that was a decepticon that behavior doesn't really make sense i feel like bumblebee would have known the only thing i can parse out is that possibly Bumblebee suspected but did not know for sure and he was testing her mm. and her leaving kind of to Bumblebee confirm that she was actually a human because the Decepticon would have like fought. Um, if she was a human, that makes her leaving make more sense but it makes all of her behavior up to that point of her, the way she was coming on to Sam makes no sense no. whatsoever. There's like, she's just like, it only makes sense if she's a Decepticon who's trying to get information from him. So I, this this either way bizarre character. I will say and offensive I'd say. Yeah. The party scene has one good joke. When Bumblebee shows up on the lawn and the frat boys are telling him to leave and he goes, "Oh." And Sam goes, <laughs> "Oh, it's it's my friend's car. He was actually just leaving uh, to find you a tighter shirt to one of the like dude bros." Uh, and his friend goes, "We already checked. There is not I don't know. That, you know, I'll give that movie a couple percentage points up just because that's funny. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, absolutely. But then also, when she transforms into her full robot form, the end of her tongue is still 
a human tongue, which does that imply that she? What? Al, uh, Rachel is taking things off. Of, she's like tearing pieces off of my chair. It's gonna go. Can't have anything. Put it back. Uh, I can't does that find imply this. that she killed the real Alice and took her place? I don't know. Um, though this also kind of makes me think of another element that we can talk about that's confusing. Oh, the other side doesn't have one. It's fine. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, this movie's. At least for the first half, trying to, well, for through different various parts of the movie, trying to be kind of horror coded. This this sequence with her is very horror coded. It's the Ma- writing. Michaela trying not to scream when the Decepticons are like around them in the desert. Yeah, there's a lot of sequences that are shot, edited, and like sound edited, very much like a horror. You just need and just need the violent. I just think yeah. that's the wrong tone for this movie. That's trying to be an action movie mm-hmm. that sells toys. It it's just off. It's yeah. definitely the some of the stronger bits in the movie. I'd say like it's the part where the movie like is accomplishing what it's going for, but I, I don't think it's a good choice. It also gives the movie tonal whiplash. Mm-hmm. Um, some other stuff I have that's very confusing. Actually, really, my my other major note is this movie is weirdly similar to Zack Snyder's Man of Steel and Justice League. The part where the silence broadcasts over all of human technology is nearly identical to when Zod shows up on Earth in Man of Steel. Zod. And um, there was another... Oh, like, in, in Justice League, in the, in the theatrical cut, it's Steppenwolf. In the Zack Snyder cut... Thank you for that. You're <laughs> uh, Zack Snyder's cut, it's actually Darkseid. Darkseid came to Earth at the start of humanity looking for a thing to destroy the universe and then goes away and comes back. It's just all... It's weirdly similar. It's kind of um, not a great sign when there's a bunch of, of dude bros on the internet who are obsessed with these movies and they are ripping off one of the worst movies ever made. I'm so glad that you enlightened me that his name is Darkseid and not Darkseed. <laughs> yeah, if you've never heard it said out loud, no, it's like Darkseid. Like that, um, yeah. um, so, um, yeah, uh, Zach, uh, question for Zack Snyder. What the heck are you doing, man? How? Why are you so inspired by that? Like, I get that movies borrow from each other. I have no problem with that. I think it's smart. If, if another movie did a thing that you think would work in your film, that's cool. Show respect to the movies that inspired you. Of all of them. Not Revenge of the Fallen, bro. Not Revenge of the Fallen. Mm-hmm. And I know other movies have probably done this, but like these if if you've seen Man of Steel or Justice League and you watch this movie, they are very similar in those regards. Uh-huh. Um anyways, um you got anything else? Do you know what's never really acknowledged ever again in these films? What? The hatchlings. Oh yeah. Explain those what that is. Su- oh gosh. I, it's super weird because I don't think we really see this. And any other continuity. So when Megatron comes back alive, first thing he does is flies to the moon of Saturn to go to the Fallen, who I guess has just been chilling, mm-hmm. taking an old man nap in his uh, kind of, uh... oh gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? <sighs> like, like almost pilot kind of chair from Alien. Okay. Alien. Like oh, that, I see that's, what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And Starscream's there for some reason, and <laughs> th- I guess they're creating an army of future Decepticons, but they're like these—they're like babies in little embryonic sacks, uh-huh, uh-huh. and it's just 
never touched on again. Uh-huh. How did they get there? Who, who, why, That's, how? There's another movie that does that. Where I, they're trying to like grow something and they die. Oh, I think weirdly it's the 2004 van helsing movie with hugh jackman which is a weird pull dracula is trying to have babies and for some reason they don't live they never live i think we i don't know if we see some of them in dark of the moon at the very beginning when megatron is hiding out in africa but not to the same effect and it's just so odd because it just raises a lot of questions of why uh, half, what and how <laughs> and, and why and why and then and they're <laughs> and then they're just never really acknowledged ever again so i guess they just left them all up to die up there uh-huh which rip rip <laughs> those th- hundreds or thousands of baby transformers i guess i don't know it's just it's it's an odd thing it's just never touched on again they don't even acknowledge it at the end of the film they all get on the aircraft carrier and go home happy. Doesn't matter anymore. They don't go back there. Mm-hmm. You would think Starscream and Megatron almost maybe leave and go back. But no, they just dip. Unless they go in between movies and just burn it. But I, I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah, and when we when we pick up with Megatron in the next one, is he just hanging out in the desert? Yeah, he's just hanging out in the yeah. desert. Mm-hmm. He's got like, I think like he's got some of the hatchets, but I don't know. I remember they're just being really small creatures. He's got like bugs. Like, yeah, maybe bugs that's what I was thinking. But yeah, they just never bring Where it up. Where did again. they come from? <laughs> I don't. They just never bring it up again in these films. Yeah, I think the next movie wants to act like, for the most part, this movie didn't happen. Valid. Like Michaela's not in the next one. Unfortunately, uh, no one like, I, like people kind like people know that Sam was involved. I think he's kind of a celebrity, kind of. But he's got like, a picture with Barack Obama. It's kind of like getting his Medal of Honor. It's kind of like someone went viral mm-hmm. and like people kind of know who they are but like star. not in this not as famous as someone whose face was broadcast over every screen who on Earth. got thoroughly doxxed uh-huh. probably needs a new social security number after that um, uh, um if, if you i want you to know if you're confusing i've got some quotes that were oh said. i know the israeli defense force was freaking out during this <laughs> because not only did you have Whatever the heck was going on with multiple uh, bogeys like landing in Egypt, the Decepticons, Jordanian military coming to join the fight, the United States military pulling up in the Gulf and just shooting the heck out of whatever was on the pyramid and providing all this air support. I know they were stressed. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um... Their Iron Dome was probably on high alert. I don't really know. I, I'm 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 I hit the end of my notes, but I, I did say mention earlier we would talk about this. Mega Optimus Prime dies in this movie. Oh which yes, has pretty much become a tradition because he yeah. died in the original animated movie. He dies. He doesn't in every... come back though. He doesn't come back in G one at all. Not in the 1980 movie. Oh yeah, he doesn't come back in the movie, but he does come back in that continuity. Yes, they. I don't think he comes back in the continuity after that. I think all of the show is before any of that. I think the first three seasons of G1 are before the movie. And then the rest of the seasons of G1 are after the movie. And I, th- I think he does come back. I don't think I've seen those seasons. Uh, oh, yeah. 
That makes sense. Because doesn't the movie end with saying Optimus Prime will return? At least in some versions. I do not remember that. Like there's like a like a title at the end. Somehow Optimus Prime uh returns. I'm pretty sure he comes back to life. Um, I could be wrong about that. Uh, Listeners, write in because I don't want to look it up. Um, (laughs) uh, Asino, look that up. I'm pretty sure I saw there's an episode of G1 called The Return of Optimus Prime. Maybe, probably. Uh, Wiki stabs him with a heart. A knife thing. Anyway, for real? No, I'm kidding. Oh, I mean, it's possible. Cameron, it's possible. I don't know. Um, I, I have mixed feelings about this scene. For one, it's edited to hell, just like uh, just <laughs> every, like every all, all these action movies. scenes, these movies. Um, and the the Decepticons are just bland and like the chair is super loud. Sorry, that's <laughs> okay. Like. There's so many movies that ha- that so can very quickly give a character personality. Just like a couple lines of dialogue or you give him some evil to do or just like, but we don't, all the Decepticons that Optimus is fighting, they're just totally basic. And, and, and it's so him- Megatron. Are you talking about in the forest fight? Yes. It's Megatron, Starscream and Blackout. Blackout is that's the it. one he managed to kill. Really? There's only three. There's only three. So that's, that's my problem is I can't tell the difference between all these guys. And it just feels I've sworn he fought more than just three. I'm pretty those are the ones I recognize. I, I there's at least like four or five. Let's let's see. I've got it up on my laptop here. Um oh this there's Soundwave looking looking sexy. <laughs> he does. All He's the great. Cameron's I love him. All the Cammies love Soundwave. Uh-huh. Um come on. Wow, this movie's so long. Gosh dang it. <laughs> um Rip. Also, fun drinking game. Take a shot every time Shia LaBeouf yells someone's name. Do you want to survive? Don't do that. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is... Because also the problem is when like a movie's too long, clicking even just a little bit takes you like 10 minutes into the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's Megatron, obviously. The boy. Not the boy. <laughs> and... Okay. Oh, I didn't remember they hit someone with the tree. That's pretty cool, actually. That's Megatron. That one's Optimus Prime, FYI. Oh, oh, really? Wow, I didn't mm-hmm. realize. Man, he is just... <laughs> that's why it. they had the 3v1 or else he was going to die. Uh, that's Starscream. No, that's Blackout. My bad. No, so Blackout, he's, he's the helicopter from the first Starscream. one. that's Starscream, yes. Starscream. I could have sworn there were more in this. We had a pretty funny joke about Starscream as if he was an actor and he wasn't strong enough to break the trees so they put fake trees <laughs> up for him to break. Because your, your wife says well, those trees don't look real and I said he's not strong enough to break the real trees I had to put fake ones in for him. Man, is it really only three? Yeah. Man, I really thought it was a lot more. They had to 3v1 him or he would have soloed Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> 1v1 me bro. 1v1 me bro. <laughs> this is a fun scene but oh, it does... Just... The other Autobots. I guess uh-huh. they're there too. Mm. um and blackout's dead at this point oh no he's not there was someone else in the background there but i don't know if that's a continuity error or i'm good at continuity errors so there's someone back here and then i think that might have been blackout it just they just didn't do their work in that so, I mean, obviously, as we see, I don't know if you're getting to this or not, as we see throughout this whole film, just heavy 
Christ analogies. Uh-huh. Of, I mean, we almost see in multiple characters. I mean, you, which is also a Man of Steel thing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. See, there's only three of them. Yeah. Hmm. So, but it just obviously, the main one is Optimus, who dies and then is resurrected later. Well, and after he dies, Bumblebee is talking to Sam through the radio, and he, <laughs> yeah, and he, he pulls a, a snippet from a sermon. Yeah, about his sacrifice not being in vain yeah uh so yeah the movie makes a direct parallel in that moment between jesus and an optimus and even almost sam as well or maybe martyrdom more for sam yeah uh uh-huh because like sam kind of dies it's more of like a momentary death and he, he comes right back he's not like resurrected lazarus he like has a vision yeah and then optimus is truly dead <laughs> and so i guess like I think the fight scene itself is good. Like, it makes you care about Optimus. His death is tragic. You feel it from Sam's perspective. Okay. The first time I saw this, I was blindsided by this. I never saw it in theaters. I was watching it at home one time mm. in our basement, and I was blindsided. I was texting a friend at the time, like, he dies. She knew. She's yeah, just waiting for uh-huh. you to hit the point. I was, like, thoroughly blindsided by this. I was devastated <laughs> because uh-huh. I didn't know. Um, and he, the fight starts with the very famous, I'll take you all online, uh, yes. super great. But, um, yeah, I mean, the fact that he comes back later in the movie, like, I don't know, I guess, like, for the most part, if you watch this movie, you know he's probably not permanently dead. It would have been more impactful if the movie ended, like, if somehow, After his return. somehow Sam ends up being the hero, like, like, that's, it could be a similar p- twist to the original animated film of mm-hmm. how, like, you, you tire thing you think ultra magnus is the new leader you think he's gonna get the matrix of leadership and then hot rod gets it instead you could have done something similar with sam because mm-hmm. they kind of go down that line th- that that path here it would have been interesting or if you give it to bumblebee like sam makes a decision and like like rides bumblebee in the battle Bumble- or something bumble miss prime <laughs> gosh damn it Bumblebiss Primimus. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> and we've officially entered the slap happy uh-huh, portion of uh-huh. our recording. It is 10.50 p.m. Um, and, okay, you got anything else? Um, interesting. So we were curious where, the, where they filmed the college scenes. <laughs> so the college scenes were shot at both the University of Pennsylvania and and the Princeton University. However, neither school is named in the film as both school... I'm pulling this from somewhere. Both schools felt that the Judy Witwicky scenes were more damaging to their image. Uh-huh. Which, honestly, valid. That's... What what a great slight against someone. Like, we'll take your money and let you shoot here, but do not Don't mention... What I feel like that's why when is. they had the cake and there's obviously some college logo on it, but it's... It was like PCIU or something. Mm-hmm. So something probably something amalgamation probably of the names if I had to guess. But um, yeah, <laughs> don't name us. Okay, Let, let's try to logic this out. So he goes. So they live in California, right? Do they? I don't know. Um, because it I would like make that, sense. Um, because they the have university... a house like that in California. <laughs> Man, they make good money. Um, let's see if I can figure this out because in the. F- because they, they mention that the university is on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, it's pretty obviously in Pennsylvania based off shooting locations and just 
Um, I think they might reference it directly. At the very least, the name of the university starts with a P because we see the initials. Um, at the very least, we know it's on the East Coast. And Michaela makes a reference to East Coast winters. Um, so they must be live somewhere warm. Um, because Mission City's out in the desert from the first movie. Oh, and they would be close to Hoover Dam. Yeah. So... Um, dang. Let's see. Transformers 2007. I'm trying to find it. I don't know. Maybe there was like somewhere... I mean, they weren't super far from... I'm guessing it's probably somewhere in Nevada. At the very minimum, it's probably on the West Coast. And... West Coast. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Six Spongebob reference. Thanks. Um, the, oh, the planet Cybertron. No, wait, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, uh, also, someone needs... Okay, someone needs to go to the um, Transformers movie wiki dot um, fandom dot com and update the uh, Shia LaBeouf or the Sam Witt wiki page because... Um, it says alive as of 2012. <laughs> Someone should probably change that. Tranquili um, Tranquility, see. California. So it was shot in California. Or either Nevada or California. Um, so anyway, so... I oh, so I'm actually silly. That's from one of the cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, let's see. Armada? Transformers Armada takes place in Kansas? That's... What? Horrible. That sucks for them. <laughs> Transform into a, a harvesting <laughs> combine. <harvester>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, filming locations. Uh, Detroit. What? Whoa. I bet Los under Angeles, those. Oh my gosh. I bet under those overpasses. Ah. Uh, yeah. uh, probably do it. Um, California, Nevada, New Mexico, New Mexico, New Mexico, Los Angeles, California. Yeah. Uh, Tinker Air Force Base in Oklahoma. That's probably for the opening. That's supposed to be in the Middle East. <laughs> um, Massachusetts, Boston. Wow. Anyway, so anyway, most of the movies shot in California or Nevada or New Mexico. California. So I'm trying to I'm trying to like keep track of all the Autobots that show up at Sam's University or scene thereafter. That's in Pennsylvania, Bumblebee. So 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 one for one. And what's supposed to be Do in the course of... Do you want me to list of, them? Well, I want to set up the, the so how we get there. The movie starts with them at home in California, mm -hmm. or wherever that is. They then drive to the university. Oh, my gosh. Which is on the opposite side of the You're country. right. And if you track the movie, I think that's supposed to be in the course of the same day, from the way that it's, the movie's presenting it. Um, Bumblebee just drove 100 Bumblebee just shows up and followed them. And that's, like, the next day. Yeah. And then when... Um, when Bumblebee, when they fight, then the twins show up. Unfortunately. And... No, the twins are in the beginning in Shanghai. Okay, okay, oh, okay. So, um, what happens is during the the uh, fight with the girl with Alice, they get in a car and devastate not devastator blackout, blackout picks. Yoink. them up and takes them to the location where megatron is at they scan his brain and then the autobots crash in so that's where all the autobots show up at the same time and they were probably on the east coast because that's where washington dc is and okay that checks out i was just trying to figure out how the autobots got to where sam was and what and that also explains why it took so long but how they knew he was in danger 
Bumblebee probably sent out yeah. a stress signal. Cool. Okay, that checks out, actually. That, 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 that's vaguely... Right, the most ridiculous thing is them driving across the country to get there, honestly. Um, and how quickly, so many they did it. Okay, sorry, that was kind of a dead end. I thought it would have been more confusing than that, but it ultimately works out well enough, at least. You got anything else under that? No. That I'm excited to watch Dark of the Moon. <sighs> Gotta be better than this. It uh, is better than this. Eh, we'll see. Um, also, I haven't seen it in a while. Uh, I, I was very... So this is not a great quote. I, I said it, but I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, I, there's a part where uh, Soundwave shoots the cat guy. What's his name? Ravage. Ravage. Shoots Ravage to Earth from orbit. <laughs> and it looked like he was launching a missile. And it would just previous to that cut from Sam. I just said... <laughs> Sound like just gonna airstrike Sam from space. <laughs> Save everyone a bunch of problems, really. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't need him alive though. But um, also, <laughs> while Sam's mom is high on a college campus after eating a pot brownie, which is not an element that should be in a Transformers film, she says to some girls, "My." son just chopped popped his cherry he didn't know i was in the house but i heard the whole thing then later someone calls sam a boy probably megatron or maybe optimus and my wife just says he's not a boy he just had his parent cherry popped (laughs) which is a brilliant callback so props to you oh gosh do you have any funny... I didn't write any quotes okay, down. Okay, that's We can stop talking about this movie. I didn't write any quotes down, I don't think, outside. Um, any any final summarizing thoughts? At least there's a cat in the film. Yeah, the cat acts like a cat. He Accur- just, like, knocks off... Accurate cat behavior. <laughs> he shows up, knocks the top off something, and then vomits on it. <laughs> <laughs> very accurate. Very, very accurate. Um... Other observations, Rain Wilson has a odd cameo in this movie as the uh, very horrible... That, yeah. This it, movie has a couple of weird sly references in it. So the part where um, they are trying to scan Sam's brain, they, they send this like worm thing into him. Mm-hmm. It's very reminiscent of a scene where they do something similar to Neo in The Matrix. And the kind of the joke there is that... Uh, Hugo Weaving is the voice of Megatron, and he's also Agent Smith from The Matrix. Additionally, this movie, especially the Egypt part, has very uh, Indiana Jones vibes to mm-hmm. it. And all they were the- that close to the Holy Grail. <laughs> this movie is the opposite of holy. All the <laughs> girls in the front row of the, of the class are like obsessed with Rain Wilson as the professor. Oh, that's also very Indiana Jones. I did make a comment where I just said, "Oh, they just watch a lot of The Office." <laughs> yes. Um, is there anything else worth, we've, we've really stretched this out, but, uh, uh Ger- trying to get two episodes worth of content this week. Gerdeep Loy, Roy, is in it. Oh my gosh, that's right. As one of the Egypt, I'm, well, they just avoid Israel, so I'm guessing the Egyptian checkpoint to uh-huh, Egypt. Uh-huh, Just within Egypt. Yeah, it, yeah. it's just like. Well, um, they're trying, yeah, I think. This actually, is when they're, they're trying they're, to. This is when they're trying to get in back to the pyramids. I see. I see. We gotta go back, Sam. I don't know. <laughs> um, I think I've seen Back to the Future. Quick 
we, we mentioned this in the previous episode, but this movie did have the largest holiday, like three day, five day opening weekend until what what beat it out? Something recently here. Uh was it like Mario? Oh my gosh, that'd be funny. Something this year. Oh yeah, we talked about this. I can't remember what it is. Or I feel like it was Mario. Something. This so just to say this movie had Or was it Spider Verse? It was probably Spider Verse. Uh, I don't don't know. know. Mario did really well. Well, like the, obviously there have been bigger opening weekends since the movie came out, but this had like the biggest holiday opening weekend until this year. This movie came out in 2009. Mm-hmm. That is nuts. Um, but also it speaks to uh, that it didn't end up like it did. Oh, it did well. Like it made eight hundred million dollars, but like it didn't like continue on that trajectory. It had a record-breaking opening weekend and then did like good, but not great. At least by today's standards, where movies are continually making a billion dollars. Also, FYI, more billion dollars. If this movie wasn't already awful enough, the IMAX edition is longer. As if this movie wasn't long enough. Um, They just have more action scenes in the IMAX version, which is the version we watch. I think we watch the extended version, probably. Uh, Maybe not. This says two hours twenty nine minutes, but. And mm. the version we said two thirty, so I don't know. Maybe there's like only sixty seconds of additional footage, possibly. Um, what were we looking up before? I already forgot. Oh, uh, I will say um, there's oh. kind of a funny moment when Wheelie switches sides. Oh and yeah, we know what's coming because he's begging to switch sides, and Wheelie. It. I don't know. <sighs> I like SpongeBob, but this movie makes me really dislike Tom Kenny just because of the lot he's been given in this film. Yes. And Wheelie, like, who's very, like, foot tall, humps Michaela's leg. <laughs> and Cameron's wife didn't realize what he was <laughs> doing at first. And so he's, like, begging, you know, let me switch sides. She's like, oh, that's so cute. That's really sweet. And then it zooms out. And she realized. <laughs> the, the, the sound of realization on her voice was very funny. Also, just to take a, take a step back, you mentioned that Deep Roy is in this movie. Deep Roy. Most famous for playing all the Oompa Loompas in the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The newer one with yeah. Johnny Depp. Um, very odd that he just shows up in this movie for one scene role. Very, very odd. Any other weird cameos like that in this movie? Um, there's See, this kind of going back to talking about this movie in contrast to the last one, there's no standout performance there's no i mean like you have john Turturro, but he's not he's in a lot of the movie but i don't think he ever really breaks you like he does in the first one he doesn't have that great turnaround scene you don't have a john voight who kind of adds some legitimacy to the movie mm-hmm. um we never see maggie yeah who decoded you know josh fact- jamal and tyrese gibson don't like i said they spend most of the movie standing around doing nothing um you know, I think the movie really thinks you're going to just fall in love with Leo, the roommate, but he ends up being one of the worst parts of the movie. Um, yeah, I'm not... There there's really isn't, like, someone who shows up and like, just gives a gives a good performance. Um, there was another element of this movie I was thinking about, and um, I think that's it. I think we're good. I think this is enough about this movie. Um, Whoa. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it one dead Optimus Prime body. Carcass. <laughs> Corpse. 
Oh, gosh. It's just so funny. Every time they drop him out of a plane, no respect for the dead. They just... Yeet. So that takes us into our favorite segment, which uh, Rachel... I uh, did not catch it while we were recording last <laughs> week, but I did while I was re-listening back to it. She's renamed this minute Shmeem Shminit, but it's smaller, longer than a Shminit, Shmeem Parshmek, Shmeem Ashoshmekent. She just said Shmeem Shminit last week, but I loved it, so I was going to run with it. Shmeem Shminit. As we started last week, we each make one meme, and we drop it in randomly in the rest of our memes, and don't tell which one it is, and at the end of Shmeem Shminit, but it's shmonger than a Shminit. Shmonger than a Shminit. Shmeem Shmarshek, Shmeem Shmeket. We will each guess which Shmeem the other one Shmeed. Spain. I'm in Spain. I'm in Spain without the <laughs> it's so hot in here it's so hot it was actually nice when it was raining i feel like it was yeah. actually a little cool uh-huh um we are each one for one we're going to keep a running score we're, um, i'm gonna make a thread on our twitter of all the memes we make we are each one for one and we'll see if we keep that that going oh, okay um rachel you kick us off <sighs> what's your shmeem i got actually I'm actually return to the tiktoks and the videos. This says me in the cinema when this masterpiece was oh played one once again on the big screen, and it's this very popular video of a guy levitating, uh-huh. and that is the Till All Are yep. One from the new Rise of the Beasts film. Probably the best part of that movie. Yeah, in a, in a movie that was fine but did not elicit a lot of strong emotions, that really Ooh, got a strong what's, what? reaction out of us. Yeah, baby! Yeah, I'm talking about, let's go! <laughs> are we going back and forth? Are we doing them all at once? Um, no, I'll do mine. Okay. Next one. Uh, let's see. Sorry, give me. I didn't have enough. I'm trying to look up something for our can closing. I pop, my, can I pop my knuckles? Oh, I'll wait. I'll save it for the end. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's going to... Okay, give me this a second. Sorry, I was not uh, properly gosh, prepared. Damn. Okay. Uh, here we go. <laughs> I found like three or four memes today. Like it'll. I happen. found a bunch in the like, last. It'll be like weeks. like fourth late fourth quarter. I'll find a bunch of good memes. It's always great. <laughs> um, so this is a a drawing of of a of death standing at uh, someone's door, ringing the doorbell, and a guy sneaking away. And death is labeled Luke arriving to mess up some dark troopers, and the guy sneaking away is Boba Fett gapping it. <laughs> I've never heard the phrase gapping it, but I love it. <laughs> this is obviously in reference to the season finale of uh, Mandalorian season two. And it's, it's like the black robe is what Luke looks like. Oh, so good. Is that the Grim Reaper? <laughs> Have you ever heard that phrase gapping it? No. I'm going to look it up real fast. Just a second. What, what gapping is... it. Uh, Urban Dictionary. To lose really bad in a race. Hmm. It sounds very British to me. That's also why. Or, or Australian. Gapping means to run or sprint away from a certain situation or place. Uh, <laughs> typically used in around New Zealand. I was close. Oh. Uh, well, hey, that's really funny because Tamara Morrison is Maori. Yeah, there you go. Very good. Fun, very fun. Okay, what else you got? <laughs> this is a clip from... It's another Rise of the Beast. It's a clip from... Um, up. Okay. I'll explain it because I just want oh, you to Oh, this it. is a great format. I love this format so much. It's Optimus Prime. Master, got it? 
I don't want you here, and I don't want you here. I'm stuck with you. <laughs> so it's it's labeled as Optimus's Mr. Good. Fredrickson, and so it's when he's they've just landed on the rainforest, and he's mad, and so he says, "I don't want you you here." He points to Doug, who's labeled as Elena. Um, he goes, "I don't want you here," and he points to Kevin the bird, <laughs> who's labeled as um, Noah. Noah, and it's really funny because Kevin like screams back at him, which is a funny. T- and then I'm stuck with you is um, the boy labeled as Mirage. It's just it's good. Really quick side tangent because I forgot to mention it because we kind of see some interesting differing personalities. There's like this kind of fan theory that Optimus Prime dying for such an extended period of time only to be resurrected is what makes him turn into a psychopath later in the films. Yes, yes. It I fundamentally changed him. <laughs> it, it definitely, I mean, he is very brutal in this, in the first one and especially in this one before he dies. He takes a but turn. But man, he comes back like, <laughs> there's that great meme of uh, uh, freedom is the right uh, of all sentient being, beings. You show something, freedom is the right of most some sentient beings. Sentient he definitely beings. comes back feeling like most or some. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is just a visual meme. Uh, oh my visual gosh. It's, it's Indiana Jones, <laughs> but it's J.J. Abrams, who, if you don't know, directed both episode seven and episode nine. And it, it's Indiana Jones when he's replacing the, the idol with this thing of stone. And the idol is Snoke. And the, the bag of of uh, sand is uh, Palpatine's head. Palpatine. <laughs> and plainly just swapped out <laughs> Snoke with, uh, with, I wanted to call it Optimus Prime. <laughs> Which we made the joke earlier. Somehow Optimus is written. Oh, what, if we got, what if we got Peter Cullen in Star Wars? Yeah. Do it. Do it. Give him so jarring. Character. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> no Chris Evans, but I'll take Peter Cullen. <laughs> what else you got? Um, AI has gone too far when it comes to being able to replicate voices. Um, because I came across this today. That is someone who has made an AI cover of Fireflies by Owl City <laughs> using the battle droid voice with AI. It's, really, it's, it's, cool. just, it's good, but it's the reverb on it's really kind of funny. But yeah, AI's, AI's gone too far. <laughs> okay, what else we got here? <laughs> so have you seen references to the trailer for this new movie called Wonka? Which is funny that this comes... Wow, this is weirdly relevant. Whoa, to what, I don't know if I've seen the trailer. So there's a prequel film called Wonka. I thought that was actually just a joke. No, it's real. Totally real. It's <sighs> the, um, worst. Uh, the guy from Dune and, and Little Women and uh, Call Me By Your Timothy Name. Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet, yes. Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> yeah, is playing young Wonka. And I haven't seen the trailer, but in it... Um, uh, I'm trying to remember this actor's name. Gosh dang it. Uh, uh, it doesn't really matter. B- famous British actor. Um, an adult, fully grown man is playing the Oompa Loompas. Like, he, they look like the Oompa Loompas from the classic Willy Wonka mm. movie with the green skin. No, green oh. hair, orange skin. Well, Ray, Sk- Ray Skywalker Core on Facebook posted a picture of this Oompa Loompa um, with the comment... Jason Sindula in Ahsoka. <laughs> <laughs> Presuming that this is what live action That's Jason so mean. Sindula. It's 
funny. <laughs> Which, as we've joked before, Jason Sandula, the, the the love child between a green-skinned Twi'lek and a human being in Re- in Rebels at the end has a human-looking child with green hair and green eyebrows and green eyes. Green. I hope it, I hope the fandom retcons that Sabine died is here. So this Oompa Loompa, presumably being live-action Jason, is hysterical. What else you got? This is like a conversation between Obi-Wan and Anakin. Obi-Wan, ugh, I hardly slept last night, Anakin. When you can't sleep, it means someone is thinking about you. And internally, Obi-Wan goes, maybe it was Satine. Maybe it was Satine. The next picture, Maul at 3 a.m. <laughs> Kenobi! <laughs> it's just... Seen that one. I've almost brought that one on the pod a couple good. times. Good meme. Um, so this is a, a Twitter screenshot. Uh, Luke. I feel like screens- FYI screenshots don't count in our memes that we make. Okay. Uh, unless, haha! Unless Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Luke rushes back to the moisture farm to see if his aunt and uncle okay. Uncle Owen Amberu, what's crack a lack? No, <laughs> and it's a skeleton. That's so bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, that's the only way the stormtroopers could have taken down Aunt Owen. <laughs> uncle Owen and Amberu. <laughs> you gotta burn them. <laughs> um, Indiana Jones five spoilers. Um, so this is that popular image of the two buff arms like holding hands, like in agreement. Shia LaBeouf is said to have died off screen in the fifth movie, Transformers and Indiana Jones. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> yeah, weirdly, yeah, yeah. I I was in the theater a couple weeks ago when I saw that movie. I was like. They killed off Shia LaBeouf off screen in an offhand remark. Find a nickel for every time. It's so crazy. But that's also just so uh, indicative of how he just burned his career. But also, like he was in Transformers and Indiana Jones because of Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. So like, he he burned that Sh- one bridge and it Sh- ended Sh- both. Sh- Spielberg. <laughs> Schmia Schlabach. Schminiana Schmoz. And the Schmile of Schmestini. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. This is a very popular um, meme format. Mom, why is my cousin Diamond. Na- I don't know if you want to read. Or, Mom, why is my cousin Diamond named like that? Because your auntie loves diamonds. <laughs> what about me? Enough questions, Star Wars Rebels. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so good. This is good. Okay, I think this is my last one. I also have a last uh, one. Her, he's probably thinking about other women. <laughs> Him, what I really need is a droid that understands the binary language of moisture evaporators. Oh it's, my gosh. It's, it's Owen and Baru in bed. <laughs> I love oh, memes that play on obscure quotes gosh, in the original that's trilogy. so good. So this is a reference to a Tumblr post that came out a couple weeks ago where a mom posted a picture of two young girls of my daughter name and her brother or or my daughter name and her sister name. And someone responded, are they not both your daughters? Why is so-and-so not given the daughter title? And the response is, I don't like her. (laughs) So (laughs) so. Has made like Tumblr accounts for uh, the Transformers <laughs> and O.Prime, my son B and his brother Mirage, Scorch, 
Are they not both your sons? Why is Mirage not given the son title? Oh, Prime. I don't like him. <laughs> that honestly would probably be like, give that movie a little more energy. I, I if, don't like, like him. <laughs> if Optimus has had like subtle hatred for Mirage. Like he probably does. I don't rem- Honestly, I don't, I don't remember like the movie him. that well at this point, but really good. Um, I felt like maybe, let me check my notes here. I may have had like a saved video or something. Oh, a video. Um, no, I don't think I do. This chair is just, you're just going to hear me rocking back <laughs> this chair all the whole, whole time, guys. Sorry about it. What else you got? That's it. That's it. Okay. Oh, good. Good. Good uh, matching number. Okay. Let me, let me send you all my memes so you can take a good guess on which one I made. I need to find more so you have fewer, more that you have to choose from <laughs> to statistically increase my odds of winning. <laughs> I feel like we actually kind of have like a weird, um, a weird similar amount. Yeah. We oftentimes have very similar amount of memes or sometimes we, one of us has none. <laughs> well, that one time, last time we did a two part episode, you saved a bunch of memes. From I you did. Intended. So that, that so week many. was really applied. But other than that, they're normally pretty close. One of my favorite reactions when I talked about my podcast around some people was, telling them about the podcast and someone looking it immediately up and going an hour and 15 <laughs> i was like mm, that's uh one of mm. our shorter episodes i was like yeah that'll do it hold on i got i gotta take all the screenshots out <laughs> i gotta take out the picture of scat cat from aristocats <laughs> okay i forgot you sent them to me i, I have my phone on do not disturb <laughs> okay did you send them to me? I did. Okay. I just want to make sure. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. So I know that it's not the, uh, maybe Satina's thinking about me. Kenobi! I've seen that one. Shia LaBeouf said to have died in off screen the fifth movie. It could be that one, but I think I remember you showing that to me or I've seen it. Um, I can't imagine you went through and made an account for Optimus Prime and Scourge in Tumblr format. Though. Oh, that stuff's so easy to edit. Hmm. <laughs> That's not a meme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going the wrong direction, I think. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> this is in... I only had four. Oh, you only had four. Yeah. Okay, so one, the rest two, are TikToks. Three, four. Okay. Um, so it's one of these four. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. And then there's just photos of me trying to paint our, my wall in my <laughs> previous apartment getting your well actually you painted it I was trying to get trying to show you how it dried pictures of Athena huh hmm well one about loving rebels sounds very Rachel-y um hmm hmm, hmm. Let me, are you ready to guess I have no idea okay I can narrow some down I know it's not the Ray Skywalker core with the Oompa Loompa one. Because I saw that one. Oh, okay. I saw that one on social media today. <laughs> so good. So um, and I know it's not the Boba Fett gapping it, considering you went, I have no idea what that <laughs> you means. You don't know how big of a, good of a performance I'm putting in here. <laughs> I don't know if it's the Aunt Brew and Uncle Owen one, because it was the way you reacted to it because you're like ah gosh i love when things are super niche like this which is true 
but I don't know. This this is a little low res. It's not very clear. I'm I'm really stuck between the what's crackalackin and the J.J. Abrams switching out Snoke and Palpatine. I love this. This is so great. I just, the the I'm drama. Gonna, I'm going to disappoint your wife if I get it wrong. <laughs> she wanted you to she lose. She really wanted me to lose and she wanted Rachel to win. Gosh. Uh. All right, I'm going to guess and this will maybe motivate you or take the pressure off. I'm guessing it's the Star Wars Rebels one. Yeah. yeah! Mom, my cousin Diamond isn't named like that. What? Mom, why is my cousin Diamond named like that? Because your auntie loves diamonds. What about me? Enough questions, Star Wars Rebels. I'm just so. saying, if I have a child and I name him some form of Ra- Ezra. Rachel has legitimately made a lot of reference in naming her future child Ezra. And middle, I... middle name. Oh, okay. Middle name. I'll call him that. <laughs> I've got a uh, a family member who uh, named their kid uh, middle name Kalel because it is both a biblical name but also Superman's it birth is? name. There's like, if you if you take out the hyphen... There's a Jewish ah. name, uh, but it's because he's a big Superman fan. And also, we have a friend who I think has a niece or nephew whose middle name is Ben after Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> Wait, well, it, well, it's not our niece and nephew, but... We have a friend. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and I do not have a shared niece and nephew. Is it this one? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Good job. Okay. Because, okay, when I say screenshots don't count, yeah, I mean as in if you snack, so, I mean if you yeah, yeah, yeah. if you swipe someone's screenshot, you didn't make that meme. Uh-huh. But when I, <laughs> it's specifically cropped, it's crack a lacking, and it's actually pretty good res. <laughs> well, what I did is I th- so that was a screenshot uh-huh. of a tweet, and I just blewed out uh-huh. the original text and yes. added my own. Yes, it's crack. Man, I was flipping through old memes looking for like formats to use. And I found that. And I was and like, like oh my gosh. Perfect. Uh, well, we're both two for two. Good job, Rachel. We're Let's both, go. We got to really step up our game. Yeah, we need to go outside our typical voice. Hey, we have two weeks to figure out really good memes. Yeah, we got two weeks. We got two weeks to do that. Because um, we'll do a part two next week. No live, no live studio audience next well, week. Well, I guess if someone's listening to this right now, oh, yeah. this is already the second part. So oh, yeah. hmm. next week we will resume uh, probably with Dark of the Moon um, or yes. whatever else. Um, we'll talk about it. Who knows what it'll whatever, be. Whatever, whatever Wednesday comes after the next one. Yeah. For, so at this at this time that you are listening. Yeah. So, so when you are listening to this, this is going to be. Let me bring up my calendar. The nineteenth. No. So next. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Um. So then the we'll be recording the next episode after this will be the July twenty sixth. We should probably watch Dark Moon on a separate night. That's a really good idea. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um, so we'll tentatively plan to do Transformers Dark of the Moon unless we come up with a better idea. <laughs> Save it. <laughs> she's she's getting ready to crack her knuckles. She's really ready to go. Um I'm ready. This as always be sad if it's bad. <laughs> as always, thank you to Caleb Jacoby for our info intro info. Gosh dang it. Shmaylub Shmacoby. <laughs> as Shmalway, Shmank Shmake up Shmaco Shmaylub. Kobe, harsh intro and schmaltro music. 
props to Rachel for our smart work and Schmitter <laughs> account. Is that Schmitter the new uh, website that Facebook this made? That, that, that <laughs> Oh, I thought it was Schmitter. Schmrops to Schmammerin for <laughs> our Schmashbook and <laughs> Schmedidine. No, that's Athena. Uh, She's not here tonight, so I don't know how she's going to take notes. Schmathena. Sorry, Athena, that you're going to have to just get a raw file and just edit it as you will. You'll figure it out. She's probably asleep right now. Oh, good. Lucky her. Wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'm just checking. I We've only had one review on Apple Podcasts since we started, but I'm still checking. To we might get here. a second one soon. That would be great. Um, okay. So um, as with the first Transformers, I referenced the sign off. Um, from the movie itself. Oh god! So I'm gonna do the same thing again because it's another great sign off from Optimus Prime. Our listeners, united by a history long forgotten and a future we shall face together. This is Cameron and Rachel signing off, and we send this message so that our cast will always be remembered. For in those memories, we live on. Thanks for listening. Oh, that that really spiked. That spiked the schmadio. Spiked the schmadio. Good night, everyone. Good night.